everyone and welcome back to Bop, the podcast from Winchester Student <laughs> Union. Oh. Hi everyone, welcome Bop, back to Bop. Bop. Oh, not just Bop, lol. I wish. I wish. Right, no. Start again, go guys. again, go again, go oh, again. Let's do Hi everyone and welcome back to Not Just Bop, the podcast from Winchester Student Union. You're here with your three sabbatical officers. My name is Megan and I am the president. Hi, I'm Vic. I'm Vice President Education and Welfare. And I'm Ellen, Vice President Activities. We hope you're all well and this third lockdown isn't treating you too badly. We We know it's much harder than the other ones have been, but... We're sending all of our love and best wishes to you all and your families and hope you're keeping safe at this time. Um, so we're back this week with a election special. We thought we'd talk through our upcoming Winchester Student Union elections, talk about our job roles, talk about the election process. Uh, for anyone who might be interested in running, we would thoroughly recommend putting yourself forward. We're biased, but we do think it's the best job in the world. Um, so, firstly, how's, how was your, I think it's been a couple of weeks now since we last did a podcast, so how's the last fortnight been for you both? Vic, how's it been? Yeah, good. Very busy. Um, cannot explain how busy all three of us have been. Um, mm. And to be fair, the rest of the, uni, like the uni and students, obviously deadlines are coming up as stuff. So, um, yeah, hectic, but good. And we got snow this weekend, which yeah, really yeah. boosted my spirits. Um, it was nice to get out in the snow and go for some long walks, but yeah, I'm doing, I'm not doing bad. Good, good to hear it. Ellen, how are you? Yeah, not bad. Um, yeah, I mean, lockdown's not great, but I guess we've had some snow and some sun and like Vic said, we're really busy. Um, I've been a bit busier, which is bizarre, but it's nice. And I'm looking forward to the semester, I think. Um, You've got some exciting stuff coming up, haven't you? Yeah, um, we've got Challenge Winch coming up, which is um, a month long, two month long. We'll see how we go. Um, challenge for whoever wants to get involved. We're going to aim it at sports teams and societies and networks and then individuals as well. Groups of course mates, housemates, just to boost spirits and boost activities. Um, and all the challenges will have um, some really good prizes, actually. Um I mean, it's definitely worth getting involved. So that's launching next week. We're also going to do a little meet and greet this week, sort of like a kickstart to the semester, which will be nice. Just little things that we can do in lockdown to um, make things better for everyone, I guess, and sort of bring back that winch community feel that we've missed. Yeah, yeah. That sounds really good. I'm very intrigued about what the prizes are. That sounds very, very mysterious. <laughs> I mean, I could give some spoilers, but... <laughs> maybe you'll have to maybe you'll have to wait till the end of the podcast to find out oh my goodness oh sorry sorry about it (laughs) um Vic what have you got coming up I know you've been doing lots with kind of stars and uh SSLCs and stuff haven't you yeah obviously it's just such a hectic time for like education at the moment in general so you've been heavily heavily involved in the no detriment policy which seems to be going on forever but the end is in sight we're in week three so you will be hearing news about it very 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 soon Mm -hmm. Um, 
and we're super pleased to be working with the university so collaboratively on it and hopefully it will benefit students in the best yeah. way possible. I think so. it's been so Vic and I have been in so many meetings about no detriment it's actually I think I think we're well up into the 20 hours worth of meetings now aren't we Vic? easily yeah and, and you know what like it's been so great that we've been there but it's been such an insight like you'd Honestly. think that you'd think that like you know a student might think that Vic and I know like how it works and how they work out people's grades and algorithms and all the complicated stuff like that and I guess we kind of did a bit, like I, like I know very Vic, minuscule. Like I was like, oh yeah, I could probably speak about this. And then you actually go into the meetings and speak with the professionals, like our quality team and AED. Yeah, yeah. And Jesus, was my mind blown and frazzled. Exactly. Yeah. And I think it's just yeah, it's been it's been so insightful for us to be there, but I also think to have us there for the sake of students. But yeah like we can relay like, the information back to students and say like because I think if we went in the room we'd be like well why is it taking so long right and now we're actually yeah. like I know why it's taking so long yeah right because we know that they have to run algorithms and the they have to have the tech to do that and oh my gosh yeah just very complicated but mm-hmm. a very very good process so well I'm glad you guys have had a good couple of weeks it's been busy as ever um yeah yeah um busy (laughs) yeah Mm. I mean like Vic said lots of no detriment stuff um writing loads of reports um I wrote a big one for board of governors that took up a big chunk of time um yeah I still like doing lots of national level stuff I think I talked about it in the last podcast about like you know trying to work with MPs and work with the government and work with ministers and things like that um which just always takes up a lot of time because there's lots of levels of bureaucracy with it and it takes like you know you can't just walk into a meeting with the university's minister as much as you'd like to it doesn't it doesn't quite work like that she's not a very uh, available lady so yeah um just been busy with stuff like that um I agree with Ellen this lockdown sucked Mm-hmm. finding this one harder than I did the other ones um yeah even though I did enjoy the snow I just think it's so like cold mm. and it gets dark so early like it, during the lockdown in the spring I was like going out for walks after work but by the time you finish work now it's dark but hey spring is coming we're we'll be there before we know it yeah things are on sale that's how you know sorry what daffodils are on sale oh, that's yeah. how you know spring's coming they are they are you're right you're right maybe maybe I will buy some daffodils mm. maybe I'll do that but yeah no I'm good besides that good so elections oh my goodness in a nutshell our jobs are up for offer guys so <laughs> go for them yeah if, if you have them, them go for them <laughs> yeah um so we thought it might be helpful to just kind of do an election overview anyone who might be interested in running anyone who's thinking about running but maybe is a bit worried about asking questions reaching out which side note don't be Mm -hmm. you know like we really want people to be interested in these roles because like I said we're biased and we think they're the best roles in the world Mm -hmm. and we really want people to engage with elections and run and you know vote definitely go and vote even if you don't want to run um so yeah, we thought it might be helpful to kind of have a chat about how elections work, the dates, 
um, and a quick overview and things like that. So first things first, it might be just worth saying that if you are interested in running in the student union elections, nominations open on the 1st of February, which is only a week away. Oh my goodness. Um, crazy, crazy. Um, and you nominate yourself on the website. You write a 500 word manifesto explaining why you'd like to run, explaining what you do in the role and what you think you'd bring to it. Um, and as I say, nominations open on the 1st of February and they close on the 17th of February. Um, so you've got a couple of weeks to think about nominating yourself. And everything we say in here will also be repeated somewhere maybe not our you know, own personal opinions, <laughs> that the information about elections that you need will be on the Student Union website. So that's just winchesterstudents.co.uk and there'll be a, a big election banner that you can click to find out more information. So, I mean, what I think it might be firstly useful to kind of go through what each of our roles do. Mm. Obviously, it's not just our roles that are up for grabs as well. There's part-time student officer roles and there's also one position available for a NUS national conference delegate but obviously we've done these jobs for two years now so I thought that might be helpful first so mm. I don't know who wants to go first Ellen do you want to chat about your role sure um I think I've got the most fun role um, <laughs> my dad always calls me the minister of fun which is you know somewhat accurate um but under my portfolio as vice president activities is sports teams um just so like sports teams and bucks societies representational student networks volunteering um, and rag which is raising and giving um but then obviously as well as all of your individual portfolio things we all have the common ground you know we're all sabs we're all student representatives we are the people that represent the 8,000 students at Winchester. So there's a lot that also comes with that. Um, so you don't necessarily always stick to the few bullet points in your portfolio. Um, but every day is different. I think it's really important to say, um, but like Megan said, I think it really is the best job in the world, even in the midst of a pandemic where you're confined to working from home. Um, it is just so fab. Um, I absolutely have loved it and that's pretty much what I do. We have like day in the life videos on our Instagram um, and I filmed a day in my first year. Yeah, they were our yeah. first years um, and I filmed like a really fun, exciting Wednesday with lots going on. Um, maybe we should do new ones of them. Yeah, like a day in the life of a sab during a lockdown. <laughs> during lockdown, yeah. I think we should do that. But that's um, what Vice President Activities sort of entails. Um, but yeah, ask any questions if you want. Let me know. But I'll pass on to Vic. God, yeah. So um, Vice President Education and Welfare. Um, interesting fact that this is the second year that it's only been done. So there was a Vice President Education previous. And then um, obviously we thought, well, not me because... I wasn't involved at this point, but um, the student union thought that welfare obviously was such a big, um, massive part of the student life. So that um, was bumped up to a sabbatical role. So now it's vice president education and welfare, which is two huge portfolios um, that is covered. But don't get me wrong, like it's it's busy, but it's good busy, if you know what I mean. So in education, one of the largest things that I do is STARS. So it's the student academic rep scheme. Um, 
so at the moment we've, we've got I think like 700 ish um don't quote me on the number but we like I look after alongside um, our stars team 700 student reps um, we get them trained and then um, we get to figure out all the feedback that they've got and it's such a good exciting job if you're really interested in the academic side of things and seeing what's coming through because you can actually make such a difference to the academic side of university life through that scheme um i also do student fellow scheme which obviously um unfortunately was put on hold this year but um i mean you'll be running for if you were going to run for my role you get to sort of resurface things next year which is super exciting so you can make it your own um, and go along with that and then obviously the welfare side. So I um, have a huge part of sort of um, dipping in and out of the advice centre, seeing what's going on there, um, doing so many welfare campaigns. So I did like period poverty and things like that. But because this sort of area is so new to the student union, there's so much scope to do your own thing and bring stuff to the table, especially obviously mental health and difficulties in student welfare is such an important issue right now with the lockdown going on there's so many things that are being brought to light that you can action upon so i think it's just such a great important role and then also under the portfolio the sustainability but um at the moment it's sort of not put on the back burner but i haven't been doing a lot personally with it because i've just had so much to do with academic so thankfully ellen in her role has um sort of taken the bur not burden but taken that big weight off my back and she's doing it now but um there's so much that you can do in the role and yeah i just realized that i've gone on for ages about that but it's definitely the biggest like it's <laughs> i'm out education. of from saying that education and welfare are just i mean like you know, you literally come to university to get an education. So that's just such a huge, huge part of what we do. And then welfare on top of that as well. Yeah, massive, massive. But yeah. yeah. So then me, um, president. So um, my kind of main role is to be the um, lead student representative. Um, I am also the main point of contact between the university and the student union. So a huge proportion of what the president does, not everything I hasten to add, is going to university meetings, meeting with people in the university to talk about kind of union, like union and university relationship type things. Um, it's also doing a lot of external representation. So getting involved with NUS, um, doing things with MPs, with local government, with ministers. Uh, things like that. Uh, within my portfolio is also the services zone. So that's all of our commercial activity. So things like our bar, our shops, um, our nightclub events when they were happening, um, and our laundrettes, uh, things like that. So whilst I'm not responsible for the day to day running, definitely not. We, you know, we have full time members of staff who aren't elected. They work here, who do an amazing job at running the shops and the bars. I kind of get involved a little bit in like um, campaigns around commercial. So like one of the things I did last year was a spiking campaign, a spiking awareness campaign, um, at, you know, like our nightclub events, making sure that people are being aware whilst they're in our nightclub and then whilst they're also in other places as well. Um, so, yeah, services owners under my portfolio as well. I also get involved with student demographic representation, so making sure that students from underrepresented backgrounds 
have a voice. Um, I do student housing, which has been a huge, huge part of the president's role, um, especially over the course of COVID, which I, I don't know, girls, do you reckon it was like as much it, something that was done as much previously? I don't know if it's just been huge recently because of COVID. but I think the beauty of our roles is that they are what you make them. And yeah. I guess at the end of the day, each SAB, each officer has to prioritise what they were elected for. So if if you you run for president and housing isn't something that concerns you and you don't write a manifesto point on housing, like you're not obliged to you know work on that unless something like a pandemic comes up and hundreds of students are in your inbox asking about it. But like yeah. there are so many things that you could be working on, um, and you physically don't have the time to work on all of them. But yeah, this year Meg has definitely like taken housing and just done incredible things she's campaigned for so much um and yeah like the job is what you make it you have to adapt like super quickly when things happen um but you can focus on whatever area of the university you like and mm. you can campaign on manifesto points of, again like whatever you want to so where you see places that need improving or changing that's like the beauty of the job you just mm. make it what you like You've just reminded me, mm. Ellen, of something that someone gave me the advice of when just before I started of, you know, talk to the people who are in the jobs before you, you know. So, yeah, if you're interested, come and talk to us. If you get elected, have a handover with us, ask questions, find out about what we did in the roles. Mm. But don't try and do it like we did it. Yeah. Do it, do it your way because it won't be our roles then it will be your role then mm -hmm. so like Ellen said you know if you come in and you are super interested in doing something you know let's say you get elected as president and you're super interested in doing something to do with our commercial services so something with our bar with our nightclub do it because it's your role and you can do what you want with it mm -hmm. um like like Ellen said yeah unless there's a global pandemic and then you're you're told by uh you're told oh, wow. by the government what you need to campaign on a eh? um, <laughs> but yeah so those are our three roles kind of in a nutshell we could probably spend a whole podcast talking about each of our roles didn't we guys oh, absolutely um but then alongside that so sabbatical roles are full-time roles you have to either be in your final year of study and graduating um or be prepared to take a sabbatical year hence where the name came from um out of your studies um Alongside that, there's also part-time student officer roles, which are non-portfolioed part-time officers. So it's not like Ellen, Vic and myself where, you know, we're tied to housing, we're tied to welfare, we're tied to stars. They are part-time roles. I think they say on average about three hours a week you do on average. Like I say, some weeks could do more, some weeks could do less. Um, and you pick the areas of priority once you're elected. Um, you get around a table, table and decide what you want to do. Um, student they're officers, so fun, aren't they? Like, I was I just going to say, yeah. They're just so fun. They're so chill. Like, you work so closely with the SABs and the SU, and it's just alongside your studies, and it's just such a great opportunity. I don't think many students are aware of. It's like no. being a SAB without the pressure and responsibility of being a SAB. Yeah, I agree. Bang on, yeah. And I think as well, like... The other thing, like having student officers is so helpful to us doing our roles mm. because like, you know, like like Ellen said, you know, there's a lot going on. 
So if there's something that, you know, needs to happen or we want to lead on, but maybe we're tied up with something else or we're in a meeting at the same time, student officers help us get those things done. Um, and they also lead on things themselves. You know, our student officers this year have done so much work on no detriment, haven't they? which they've done, obviously, Vic and I are in the meetings now, but they did lots of work off their own back on helping kind of get a no detriment. So uh, student officers are also available. And we have five student officers in post at the moment. So if you've got any questions, reach out to them. You can find out who they are on our website and you can find out where their contact details are. But I know they'll be more than happy to answer any questions too. Mm. And then the final role that's available during elections in the is the NUS National Conference Delegate. There's only one available space this year, which is really sad. Um, we've had our spaces reduced, but anyway. Um, and that role is literally just a three-day role. So if you're looking for getting more involved with the student union, but you're not sure of the time commitment that you're able to give, NUS National Delegate could be something for you. The idea is that you're elected by the student body to represent the views of Winchester students at the NUS National Conference. NUS is the uh, National Union of Students and they kind of are the national, not governing, that's definitely not the right word, national lobbying body for students. Um, we're in NUS Student Union, which means we get involved in NUS campaigns, they help us, we help them with things. And we go to this big national conference, the president goes, so if you get elected, you'll be joining me to a virtual conference. Um, to go and represent Winchester students' views in uh, voting in policy, voting in motions, electing people to NUS boards and groups. It's a really, really great experience. I'm so sad it's not in person this year. Obviously, COVID is what it is. I'm so sad I've not been able to go to a national conference in person, but we move. Um, and it's an online, a completely online event, so really accessible. If you're a distance learning student, if you're a part-time student, it, it's still really accessible this year. It's not like you've got to hike up to Liverpool for four days, unfortunately. Um, yeah, there's more information available on the website. It's the same process. You still have to write a manifesto about what you bring to conference. Um, but like I say, just slightly less commitment. It's only for three days. I think, might get this wrong, double check the website if you're interested. I think national conference this year is the 6th to the 8th of April. Um, and then that's it. Then you'd be done the year so do check it out if you're interested um feel free to email me if you've got any questions about being a delegate because i was a delegate last year too um so yeah those are the positions available lots going on lots you could get involved with um so i mean like girls how did you find running in the elections both years that is a loaded question isn't both it <laughs> yeah um i think yeah. first year what how did i find once I decided to nominate myself mm, like how did you find the process um the process was a whirlwind the first time I don't I was naive I was not sure what I was getting into I had just been told by like a few friends a few people that I should think about it um I liked the idea of it I the student union like union made my experience at university and I sort of wanted to give back and get involved with the behind the scenes stuff. And then it all just sort of happened. You're thrown into campaigning. It only lasts a week. It's scary. It's daunting. Um, but you just do it. You just power through. Um, and obviously, I won. 
Um, but I think even if I didn't first year, it still would have been like a really great experience. I still would have like met the girls and, you know, um, really great experience, whatever the result was. Um, second year was a bit different um, just because we were so desperate to keep our jobs. Um, but also we were up against really fab candidates that would have done an amazing job. Um, so it was kind of like a happy, sad situation um mm. either way but it was just still a great experience um but it's tough it's hard work but I enjoyed it I think you learn a lot about yourself when you're like campaigning don't you and I think I definitely found this as well the more you campaign and the more the week goes on the more you realize how much you want the job yeah which the stakes just become even higher don't they but um yeah, yeah Vic what about you I guess exactly what you've just said then like you don't realize how much you want it until like probably that last day so yeah. I remember my first year like Ellen said I was quite naive I was like oh let me go through it let me see like it sounds like a bit of me let's let's see how it goes and then by the last day I was like crying I was nervous I was like I want this so bad mm-hmm. um, but it, I think that just proves how much you want it mm-hmm. and I think campaigning is what you make of it if you just jump right in you even if you don't win you get so many different skills from that like Mm. not a lot of people have to campaign Mm. so it's such a good opportunity to even gain them skills Mm. um and I was a bit scared about not winning and being so public yeah I think something that is sort of not talked about a lot because you probably will be running against other people and there has to be a winner and there has to be people that don't get the role Mm. and um it is scary but also at the same time you don't really think like when you're in it and when you're campaigning about it you don't think about it and no one actually it's not embarrassing that's it's, what I thought it's not embarrassing it's not because if you're going for a full-time role for a start you never know unless you try there's a 50 50 chance you'll get it or you won't and then if you're in third year you're never going to see these people again so you know a moment yeah. of bravery and just a quick moment of courage a couple of days of putting yourself out there could lead to you know like a year of the best job ever yeah or it could lead to you leaving Winchester and finding another job you know and having this wonderful experience like so yeah like Vic said definitely don't worry about what people think like it is scary but you've just got to fake it till you make it believe in your manifesto points and the confidence will just because if you believe your points other people will believe you I agree I agree I think you've got to have courage in your convictions if you feel really strongly about something at Winchester write it in your manifesto and speak to it from the heart because people people will know when you're being true to yourself and true to your beliefs so yeah so I've got I've got a few questions to ask. Well, I say ask you, ask ask me too, um, about like the election experience. So, what bit of advice would you give yourself going back two years prior to you nominating yourself? I know exactly what mine would be. Ask more questions because I do think I was a bit naive going into the role. I don't think I I think I understood the like you know, main overheads, like representing students, making a better student experience. I think I understood that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But I had no idea about everything else that came with the job. No idea. 
Yeah, I think I'd say sort of leading on from what Vic said, like as much as you say, like, even if you don't get it, don't worry about it. Don't worry about the haters. Like, I would say, oh, I wish I could tell myself, like, don't worry about who you're up against. Yeah. Don't worry about the people that are like chatting rubbish because it will happen. People yeah. will say things. People might rip your posters down while they won't because it's virtual this year. Um, <laughs> it's just it's, it is a little bit. It is harmless, though. Um, and I would just wish I could tell myself, like, don't worry, Ellen, it's all going to work out. You're going to win. And then they'll be, you know, you'll be laughing. Yeah. Um, and I've been in the job two years now. So I obviously did something right. And I had no need to worry or be anxious about what a couple of people said about me because the overwhelming number of people voted for me and wanted me to do the job. So agreed. Vic? Yeah, I think along the same lines as Ellen, I guess, like just have that confidence in yourself, because mm -hmm. if you've got that idea in your head, if you've even got that little glimmer of, oh, what is this about? Explore that. And just and if you decide to go for it, just be confident and like not think, oh, my God, I'm going to win this. I'm going to beat everyone and don't go in with that nasty competitive mentality. Mm. But just believe in yourself and like the other girls have said if you've wrote a manifesto that speaks to your thoughts and your truth go with it and mm. just have that confidence hold your head high virtually and go for it yeah I remember I have I have like such this vivid memory I can't I can't remember when it was of someone saying to Ellen how do you win an election and Ellen saying well like I can't tell you how to win an election I can just tell you that if you're true to yourself mm. and running for the right reasons then you'll be like in with the chance of winning and I think that's so bang on mm. like if you're doing it because you genuinely want to make a difference people can tell mm. yeah 100 percent. okay so my next question kind of kind of also uh like falls into the one I've just asked what's your best bit of advice for campaigning Bearing in mind that it's all digital this year. Hmm. I would say plan your week. And it's not necessarily who can shout the loudest. Mm -hmm. I would say plan your week, get a few really solid days of campaigning. You don't need to be campaigning every hour of every day. Mm. take breaks focus on your studies as well I say that I did not do a single piece of work during <laughs> campaigning um but I think that was you know a lot of time was spent on campus but now you know you're doing it from the comfort of your own home um just plan your week if you can get a campaign team to just help you out or just stick by you just to reassure you that's great if not you're more than capable of just doing it by yourself and mm -hmm. um, we're here to support you this year obviously we're not running we can help you we can support you um i think just plan and go easy on yourself um mm. and it's quality not quantity yeah i agree 100 percent Vic. <laughs> Ellen's just taken all the good advice. <laughs> oh my gosh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. No, I definitely say I think it's so easy to get not over invested, but very like you're on, like Ellen said, you're on your phone all the time. It's digital this year. Try not to like have sleepless nights about it. Don't be on your phone till like 12 o'clock at night. Mm -hmm. Take a break, some Netflix, go for walks, make sure that you're doing all the other stuff. Um 
because that's where sort of the work-life balance comes into it and you'll find out mm. if you get a role that that is a very much a necessity that you need to gain I agree um, so just make sure that you're looking after yourself as well make sure that you're meal prepping like if you have an intense sort of time like make sure you're eating healthily as well mm. um, and just yeah enjoy it as well yeah because you never have an experience like it oh yeah it's the most whirlwind crazy enjoyable exciting yet nerve-wracking experience you'll ever put yeah. yourself through and mm-hmm. um, I was gonna say Ellen's point about make sure you have some downtime like mm. I so vividly remember both years it being like 10 p.m at night and me still being scrolling through my Facebook you know thinking I needed to post more and actually I just needed to stop yeah. for a minute but another one I think um is so, you know, you'll, it's extremely likely that you'll be running against someone else or multiple other people. With it all being online this year, I think, that, you know, there's two ways you can play it. If you want to see what your competitor, competitors are doing, you are able to. Mm-hmm. However, if that becomes too much and actually seeing what they're doing is making you anxious, stressing you out, is making you lose focus on why you're running. Yeah. You don't need to see what they're doing. Don't look it up. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't compare likes. I think stay in your lane. I think keep it really simple. Be certain on your manifesto points and how you're going to achieve it. And don't, you know, see someone else campaigning differently or post a certain type of post and think, they've done that, I need to do it. Just mm. do what Megan said. Just don't look at it and focus on your campaign, how you decided you want to do it. Because I know that a, a big thing for me both years was feeling like I had to react to what other candidates did. Mm. And I don't think it was until like the last couple of days of my second year of, you know, running. I was like, actually, I like people won't elect me because of how I've reacted to what another person's done Mm. they'll elect me because of what I've done in my campaign and what I'm saying so yeah I think that would be the people voting don't see that either the people voting aren't looking for comparisons aren't looking to see if you've done something that someone else hasn't or if you've Mm. done the same thing as a result they're just looking at individual campaigns so Mm -hmm. Just stay in your lane, I think. Just I focus on focus on your campaign, not other people's. I agree. Okay, some things about our roles. What was one major thing that you didn't expect from the role? Or like a common, what's a common misconception? Um, mine would be that it's all sporty and all mm. what the people activities cares about or does is sports. Um, it's not at all I guess if you wanted to if you wanted that to be the role that is your that is the portfolio if that was your priority and all your manifesto points were sporty then go for it but the way the job role is broken into lots of different things um I did not have the time to be 100% committed to sports teams every single day there's so much more to my role than that Mm. agreed Vic um I think a misconception about my role is that it's boring Mm. Mm. because it's education like obviously like I love education I find a real big interest in it um it's not everyone's cup of tea and I completely believe that but the job's what you make it and there's so many interesting and amazing things um that you can do in the role and I think it's not boring you're filled to the brim with exciting things that you can do but just because you don't get an instant 
satisfaction from it like you don't get those easy wins necessarily quite a lot you mm-hmm. work on it and you work for the majority of your time on policies and things like that and when a policy that you've been working on for 10 months comes into play you will have the biggest sense of like reward ever and when you see that necessarily coming into play when students are asking questions and like your policy really helped me or your decision about this really helped me and that's when you know that you're making a difference and when you're doing your job Mm -hmm. and I you don't necessarily in my role you don't get that every day but when you do it's it just fills you and like I don't know that those sorts of moments I could only describe as like golden yeah so like it's good I don't can't describe it but it's cute yeah yeah and I know exactly what mine is straight away is that all the president does is sit in meetings (sighs) no I don't (laughs) a lot of what the president does is meetings yeah you know but they're like meetings you know I could in one day go from a meeting with the board of governors about like high level confidential university finance stuff another meeting alongside Vic about an academic policy that Vic's written another meeting about housing to another meeting about working with the local MP you know it's just like maybe one day you do a lot of meetings but that's not all you do you know I've also packed you know organized packs for international students I've I've written letters to people I've written articles for like external websites I've um you know helped out with elections I've I like have gone and spoken at events like there's so many things that the president does one part of it is meetings because you're the communication point between the union and the university Mm. it's definitely not the only thing that you do Um, and another common misconception is that the president is in charge of the VPs (laughs) absolutely (laughs) not I'm also not paid anymore that's another misconception that's a good thing to add yeah yeah like I know even I asked when I went and you know because I uh I I think I've said this before on a podcast I didn't know whether to go for president or vice president activities and I asked lots of questions and I was like oh so are you paid more and the person who's in my role before me was like nope because we're all on the same level so be sure to do your research if you're interested because they are very different roles but they're not always what you think they are yeah I think actually sort of adding into that with um the meeting side of it we all have meetings to go to yeah but like you said Megan like you have a lot but they're not bad like no. going to a meeting isn't bad like yeah no. you have a lot of meetings but it's not a negative thing to be sat in a meeting it's such a positive thing that yeah, you're representing exactly. the student voice 100% and like this is the other thing like so much happens in meetings that we can never talk about and, you know, like we've overturned decisions in boardrooms. We've said, no, you, you can't do this for students. Mm-hmm. Students will never hear about like students will never know that we overturned that thing that would have had a detrimental impact on them because we were sat in the room. So it didn't happen. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, and yeah, I mean, you know, me and Vic, we had a meeting last week where we literally spent the whole meeting laughing with the other people in the meeting room like they're not boring they're really good fun a lot of the time yeah yeah so okay cool well I think we've answered lots of questions the last one I think I'll wrap up on is if someone isn't unsure 
about standing for nomination or putting themselves forward or is thinking about it but think oh no I couldn't do that what would you say to them yes you can talk to <laughs> us do it Just that's what I'd say do it you never know unless you try we think it's the best job in the world we think student officers have such a fab time um Winch is a great place the university is a great place we all loved it so much we wanted to stay you get a really really lovely transition out of the university bubble and into the working world um, mm. it's just fab it's a fab community it's such a good job campaigning is a really good life lesson I honestly can't think why I just I'm so shocked now I look back like why doesn't everyone go for these jobs <laughs> like right? they're so fab you're getting paid to represent the students and have the say and do loads of fun things and run campaigns and sometimes go abroad and have all these fun perks and meet Scott Mills at the Christmas ball. <laughs> like you're doing so many fun things you get to see happy smiley students all the time and make them feel better when they're not like oh gosh so inspiring Ellen <laughs> I agree I agree and if you're sat there thinking I could never run a campaign I'm too scared I'm too nervous people will laugh at me for putting myself forward I won't win do you know what putting yourself forward is the scariest part of it yeah because people will believe in you if you put yourself forward and believe in yourself yeah because you're there on a bit of paper virtually now you're not on a bit of paper everything's online this year <laughs> um with your name down next to those roles as a potential candidate do people believe in you no one's gonna laugh at you no one's gonna doubt your ability yeah they're gonna see whether they want to elect you you know I just yeah. feel it <laughs> talk to us about it as well like you're not soft you like you're not stepping on anyone's toes like we want the best people in the role to have our roles right. So yeah. come speak to us, come get information from the student union. Anyone can po point you in the right direction of the information that you need. Mm. Just please reach out if you're, you know, thinking about it and you've got questions. I Do agree. It. I Do agree. It. Best thing I ever did, I think. I agree. 100%. <laughs> Best two years of my life. <laughs> yeah. Well, on that note, um, as Vic said, if you've got any questions, reach out to anyone in the student union about the elections. They can point you in the right direction, give you the information, give you the insight into our roles. Um, you know, make sure you reach out to the people who are currently in them if you are interested and we will do all we can to help. Good luck to anyone considering running and putting yourself forward. It's a reminder that nominations open next Monday, the 1st of February and close on the 17th. So do put yourself forward if you're thinking about it. It is without doubt the best job in the world. So fab. So with that, have a good rest of your week. Um, we hope you're all well and staying safe. And we'll see you in the next episode of Not Just Pop. Thanks, guys. Bye, Bye everyone. Bye.